0: Welcome to Rock and Roll Flashback. I'm Bill Price, and we'll be looking back at some of rock and roll's greatest artists, songs, and stories. Today I'll be spotlighting two of rock and roll's teen idols, Bobby Vinton and Bobby Rydell. Stanley Robert Vinton was born in Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania on April 16, 1935. He was the son of popular local band leader Stan Vinton. The family's surname was originally Ventula, being of Polish and Lithuanian descent. Vinton's father later changed the family name to Vinton. At the age of 16, Vinton formed his first band and played in clubs around the Pittsburgh area. He graduated from Duquesne University with a degree in musical composition. During this time, he became proficient on piano, clarinet, saxophone, trumpet, drums, and oboe. When Vinton became an active musician, Bobby's father suggested that he should use his middle name of Robert in order to avoid confusion between father and son, since both were involved in music and both had the first same name. The Elvis Presley movie Jailhouse Rock inspired Bobby to start recording his own music. Then, in October 1958, he formed Bobby Records. The first release was Twilight Time with the B-side, Hallelujah. Bobby sang on the B-side, which was his first vocal recording. Unfortunately, the record did not chart. Then, in March 1959, he recorded on the Melody label releasing Harlem Nocturne and the B-side, Always in My Heart. The record listed Bobby Vinton and his orchestra. Later in August 1959, he left the Melody label and signed with Alpine Records, which released two singles, You'll Never Forget and the B-side First Impression and then A Freshman and a Sophomore and The Chic as the B-side. Both releases managed to attract the attention of Billboard magazine. After serving in the Army, Bobby signed with Epic Records in 1960. His first single release in 1961 was Little Lonely One with the B-side Corina Corina, which was a cover of Big Joe Turner's 1956 recording. In 1960, Phil Spector produced Ray Peterson's cover of Corina Corina, which reached the top ten position in the U.S. But unlike his earlier releases, the single, as well as two albums, did not sell well. With this poor showing, Epic was about to drop Bobby. However, he finally scored a hit with Roses Are Red, a song that was in Epic's reject pile. Interestingly, the first recording was an RB version. Bobby was then permitted to re-record the song, this time with a slower arrangement, which included strings and vocal backup. The second version was released in April of 1962. Vinton then proceeded to do his own promotion of the song by purchasing 1,000 copies and hiring a woman to deliver a copy with A Dozen Red Roses to local radio station DJs. As a result of his efforts, the song remained at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for four straight weeks. The song also became a hit on the country and R&B charts. It also charted at number one in Australia, New Zealand, Norway, and South Africa. The song became Epic Label's first number one release. With the success of Roses of Red, several more hit releases followed. In 1963, Blue Velvet and There I've Said It Again charted at number one, and Blue on Blue made it to number three. Interestingly, Blue Velvet, which was to become Vinton's most famous song, was a cover of Tony Bennett's 1951 recording. Then in 1964, There I've Said It Again and Mr. Lonely were both number one hits. Please Love Me Forever charted at number six in 1967. And in 1974, Melody of Love climbed to number three. Bobby Vinton's work consists of 38 studio albums, 67 compilation albums, two video albums, three live albums, and 88 singles. In the early 1990s, Bobby was a guest performer at the Roy Clark Theater in Branson, Missouri. He was surprised by the huge turnoff for his concerts at the theater. Later, He built the Bobby Vinton Blue Velvet Theater, also in Branson, and performed there until the theater was sold in 2002. In 2015, he retired from recording and performing after contracting an acute case of shingles. Another teen idol of the early 1960s, Robert Louis Riridelli, known professionally as Bobby Rydell, was born on April 26th 1942, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In 1950, when Bobby was just eight years old, he appeared on Paul Whitman's national talent TV show, Teen Club. After winning the contest, Whitman recruited him as a cast member, where he performed for several years. It was there that his last name was changed to Rydell. At the age of nine, Bobby first appeared on stage as a professional drummer. By age 19, he had become a polished performer. At New York's Copacabana, he was the youngest person ever to headline at the famous nightclub. In February 1961, he appeared at the Festival of Rock at the Sports Palace in Paris, France. In the Philadelphia area, He performed with several groups, including Rocco and the Saints, singing, and playing drums. His first three releases with small record companies were unsuccessful. Eventually, he got signed to Cameo Records, which was run by Bernie Lowe, the piano player who had been on the TV Teen Club. His first release, Kids in Time, made it to Billboard's Hot 100 in 1959. With this early success, it propelled his popularity. In May of 1960, Rydell performed in Australia with the Everly Brothers, Billy Crash Craddock, Marv Johnson, The Champs, The Crickets, and Lonnie Lee. During the 1960s, Bobby had 34 top hits on the Billboard Hot 100, earning him a spot in Billboard's Top 5 Artists of that period. His second successful release was We Got Love. His first album, also titled We Got Love, sold a million copies and reached gold disc status. Wild One charted at number two and was followed by Little Bitty Girl, which was his second million-selling single. More hits followed with Swingin' School, charting at number five, and in 1960 with Volare, which made it up to number four, and Kissin' Time charted at number 11. Sway reached number 14, I've Got Bonnie charted at number 18, and the Cha-Cha-Cha managed to climb to number 10. His last major chart success was Forget Him, which climbed to number 4 on the Hot 100 in January of 1964. His best-known songs are Wild One and Volari, which was a cover of an Italian song. During his peak years, he sold over 25 million records. In 1963, Bobby made his debut in the hit movie Bye Bye Birdie. Later, he appeared in several movies, comedy specials, and television series. He also appeared on Dick Clark's American Bandstand. Up until late 1964, Bobby had been with Cameo Parkway Records, but then signed with Capitol Records. However, with the arrival of the British invasion, his popularity took a significant downturn. In an ironic twist, Bobby had inspired Lennon and McCartney to write She Loves You. Ironically, the song only served to propel the Beatles' popularity, eclipsing Rydell's earlier success. In 1978, the producers of the movie Grease a tribute to Bobby by naming the high school where most of the film took place as Rydell High. The movie was a 1950s teen love story starring John Travolta and the late pop singer Olivia Newton-John. Bobby continued to perform in nightclubs, supper clubs, and Las Vegas venues throughout the 70s and the 1980s. In 1985, talent manager Dick Fox paired Rydell with two other Philadelphia-area entertainers, Frankie Avalon and Fabian, to create The Golden Boys. For the remainder of his life, Rydell continued touring and performing for over two decades with Frankie Avalon and Fabian Forte. In April 2022, Buppy Rydell passed away at the age of 79. This has been Rock and Roll Flashback. A look back at two of Rock and Roll's teen idols, Bobby Vinton and Bobby Rydell. I'm Bill Price, and until next time, rock on, rock on.